If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. And it would not be Observer Live if everything wasn't ready to go right when the show went on the air. I got no video right now, but you know what? It's my fault because I forgot. But uh, it should be up right now. Hey, there we go. All right. Well, now we're ready to go. And it is Tuesday on the show. We have a lot to talk about here today. Last night was Raw, and it was the go-home show for SummerSlam, which is coming up on Saturday. And we have a full lineup for the SummerSlam show here today, which has at this point eight matches. And uh, several matches that we thought were going to be on SummerSlam actually are not going to be on SummerSlam. They've made some changes. And uh, we'll tell you exactly why those changes were made, what's on the show, and what is not. We've also got the NXT show tonight, which is the follow-up from the Great American Bash. They've added a tag team match to the show, so we'll give you that one. Dynamite 200, the 200th episode of Dynamite, is tomorrow. And we have seven matches for that show. And I would presume, and uh, I would pray, actually, that tomorrow we start hearing a lot more about Wembley. Because we are now four weeks away, and uh, even CM Punk on the Collision Show on Saturday asked, am I the first person to actually talk about this show here? It is time to start getting a card. It's been time for a while, and we do have an update on how you are going to be able to watch both that show and All Out. We've also got some rating notes, the Thursday or the uh, Saturday Night Collision Show, Ended up doing a great number, that of course being with the MJF and Adam Cole versus FTR title match. So we'll tell you about that, what the highest rated thing on the show was. Same with SmackDown and a bunch of other news as well. So back in a moment to kick everything off, Wrestling Observer Live. Girl, I kind of see
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Got a lot of lineups to talk about here today. The NXT show is tonight, everyone's favorite show. We have got Lyra Valkyra versus JC Jane, Dijak versus Eddie Thorpe. The Schism is doing an interrogation segment. Those mass Schism members, man, we're going to find out who those guys are tonight. And Ulyssa Leone and Valentina Faraz versus Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. 
Now, granted, I expected that uh, pre-show match on the NXT pay-per-view to be bad. And uh, apparently it was not. I heard nothing but great reviews about it. So maybe this one will surprise people. But if it does, I will be surprised. I'll put it that way. Then we have the Dynamite 200 lineup for tomorrow. Tony Storm versus Akara Shida. Aussie Open versus Iho Del Vikingo and Commander. Jericho and Takesha versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Jack Perry goes face-to-face with Jerry Lynn. It is so bizarre. I've been watching these old NWA TNA shows, and Jerry Lynn is wrestling on every single show. And here I am, 21 years later, Jerry Lynn is doing a face-to-face. He's going to beat some sense into Jack Perry tomorrow, he says. Just like he beat some sense into young AJ Styles 21 years ago. What a stupid storyline. God. You know, I don't want to digress, but, you know, I've never been a fan of uh, of Vince Russo. You know? You don't say. Man, I'm watching these old NWA TNA shows that he is booking. And, like, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody, but he's just like a dumb person. Like, this stuff is so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Anybody with a lick of sense, anybody with a, like, anything involving a working brain. Like, I'll just give you one example. Okay. You guys remember Sonny Siaki? I do. All right. Well, Sonny Siaki is one of the flying Elvises, okay? So, like, for the last three weeks, Sonny Siaki has been doing commentary while the, while the flying Elvises wrestle. And he's like, ah, these flying Elvises, they suck. You know, anything they do that's good, they got from me. I taught them everything they know. I'm the best guy here. And so then, you know, he does this a couple weeks in a row. And then on the show that I just watched, it's like he does an interview backstage with Goldilocks, who, of course, he has to bury and make fun of her. He goes, are you checking out my butt? You're not allowed to do that. And he just, he cuts his total heel promo, okay? Three straight weeks, he's been a total heel, he's cocky, he's arrogant, he's cutting this heel promo, and he goes, I'm going to be wrestling here tonight. I meant I left those Elvises at home. I'm going to show y'all how it's done here tonight. Goldie, you horrible lady or whatever. So he goes down to the ring, and his opponent comes out, and it's whatever, I forget, the. it's like Slash or whatever. It's Wolfie D. Slash. A heel, yes. a member of James Mitchell's heel group. This guy goes in, and he gets the heat on Sonny Siaki. Honey, Sonny Siaki is now a baby face in peril. It's like the match is getting no heat because nobody knows what's going on. It's like, wait, we're supposed to cheer for Sonny Siaki now? And Sonny's trying to make these baby face comebacks or whatever. And then, of course, he gets pinned, and I'm like, dude, I I mean, God, like, of of all of this stupid stuff, you have to be so stupid, so legitimately stupid, to put something together like that. I mean, I was just like, what is happening here? Why is he a big... God! Anyway, 
We'll review the whole show tonight. And that's not even close to the worst thing on the show. No. In fact, it's just going to get worse for you. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to get worse. At some point, you're going to see Disco Inferno, Johnny Swinger, and David Young dancing around in coconut bras. That's going to happen at some point here. Just the stupidest. Disciples of the new church. I used to always tell Dave, I'm like, dude, this show is so stupid. This show is even dumber than than WCW. Nothing's dumber than WCW. I'm watching a second time, and I'm telling you, this stuff is way worse than WCW was. Yeah. Anyway. And gets a lot more offensive at times as well, too. Moxley, Penta, and Trent, anything goes match. We're back We're back to a real show now. Well. Dude. <laughs> whatever you think about anything going on in, in, in AEW or WWE or even NXT... Guys, you don't know how good you got it. You just don't know how good you've gotten it. And all this, anyway. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks versus Jared, Jay Lethal, and Sotnam Singh. I can tell you this as somebody that paid for those weekly pay-per-views. I think I would rather pay you and Vinny and Craig and Sean to review them as opposed to paying for them in real time again and watching Please them. do. I'm begging you. <laughs> and then uh, MJF Speaks. And I presume Adam Cole will be out there as well. And then uh, we'll talk about collision ratings here in a moment. But uh, Adam Cole, MGF, and FTR, yeah, they did it. And then uh, SummerSlam, we'll talk about the Raw report here later on as well. But this is the update on SummerSlam. We have got the tribal combat match for the beads in the title, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar does not have a stipulation. So, at the end of the day, they opted against doing the stipulation, whatever it was going to be. We've got Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight title. We have Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. We have Asuka, Charlotte, and Bianca, triple threat for the WWE Women's title. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler, MMA rules. And we have a SummerSlam Battle Royal. So... There are eight matches. The Rhea Ripley match versus Raquel, which was scheduled for the show, is not taking place. They've done an injury angle with Raquel, and uh, she is not cleared in storyline, but when she is cleared, she will be back. And uh, I'm not sure all of the circumstances beyond that one. Maybe there's just, you know, they don't want to do a, a rushed, nothing happening match on this show. Give them more time, put them on the next pay per view, whatever. And also, the uh, plan, and, and this one actually was planned, I think, like before WrestleMania. Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus was planned for WrestleMania, and uh, they shot a, a nothing happened in angle last night and then announced that the match is actually going to be taking place in several weeks in Winnipeg. And I think that Trish is not ready to do a full match because of her broken nose. And so I think that they figured she would be ready by SummerSlam, but she's not going to be ready. And uh, they don't want to do a, a literally two-second match at SummerSlam. And so they're going to give her another couple of weeks to uh, heal up and then do that match on TV as a main event in Winnipeg. So that is the lineup on all of that. And uh, I still expect this to be a hell of a SummerSlam. I mean, probably, uh, you know, Ray and, uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso is going to be great. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar is probably going to be great. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor is going to be great. Gunther and Drew McIntyre is going to be great. 
Charlotte and Bianca and Asuka, whatever you think of the build for this, I mean, it should be a really good match. Logan Paul and Ricochet are setting out to do like a series of the craziest things ever seen in wrestling. Hey, Jr., they most... go viral. Yeah, mo- though not, not just that, Mike. The most viral the match. The most viral, yes. And then uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, you know, they had a great series of video packages on Raw. And I will say that they did a, a brawl. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the brawl was great. And the stipulation here is it's going to be an MMA rules match. And uh, I don't know if they're going to go full MMA and they're just going to do like a a 50% sparring uh, UFC-style match or what they're going to do. Oh, God, please, yes. But this this could be awesome. Yeah. So we shall see. I'm looking forward to I'm actually looking forward to that, and maybe the uh, the two video packages helped out a little bit, but I haven't been big on Ronda, but I'm a big Shayna fan, and I would love to see them go at it hard. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VV, also from WrestlingObserver.com. We had an old YWF match airing during the commercial break. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, as somebody pointed out that was watching, those children in that uh, video there in the audience, yeah. they're in their 30s now. Oh, man. That was uh, 1995. Why'd you have to go and do that? Some of those some of those. Children have children now. I was in 13th grade at that point. All right, a couple of uh, notes here. Brandon Thurston has confirmed that DirecTV will be carrying the all-in pay-per-view. In-demand is as well. So all of the major cable companies will be carrying it like a normal show. They are listing a $50 price tag. None of this has been made official to the public, but officials with DirecTV confirmed it to Thurston. And those within companies have confirmed in-demand carrying it to us. Nor have any of the companies advertised the show to the public. Well, it is amazing. It is amazing how secretive this gigantic, gigantic show is here. Well, this is about the time. I mean, we're about three weeks a month out. This is about the time they start getting cranking on that stuff, which is one of the reasons that it was added to the Comcast schedule. And for those who don't know, In Demand is actually owned by Comcast, Cox, and Charter Communications. So it is a, was it fait accompli, that this show is going to be airing in the exact same way all of the other shows air. It's just a matter of whether it will air on Bleacher Report or it somehow, again, miraculously gets picked up and put on Max, but that is not looking like it's going to be the case. And it is looking like you're going to have back-to-back pay-per-views only, a, what, a week or two apart. I would say, barring a major, major, major change, this is not airing on Max. It's no. probably going to be on Bleacher Report. And, uh, yeah, probably 100 bucks over uh, two weeks if you want to watch both of these shows is the way it is looking right now. And... Uh, the other big note is Collision. The Collision show, 739,000 viewers for Adam Cole and MJF versus FTR, up 20% from the previous week. Highest audience total for the show since the premiere episode, a point two seven in 18-49, which was up 50% from the week prior. Best number the show has done since the point three one it drew for the premiere. 
And you know, the thing is, these premieres always, they always do sky-high numbers and always fall from the premiere. It doesn't matter if you're AW, it doesn't matter if you're WWE. That first SmackDown on Fox had 4 million viewers. It's never come close. But to go over a month later and almost do what you did for the premiere is very impressive. They went head-to-head with the UFC 291 prelims, which did a .30 on ABC, and MLB on Fox, which did a .35 in 18-49. to So it was very, very strong competition. And uh, the biggest increases, men 18-34, to up 181% wow. from last week. Collision's best viewership in the demo since the premiere. But they were down 61% in females, which is the only demo the show had a, de- a decrease in. So Brandon Thurston had the uh, quarters out this morning. And uh, CM Punk's streak of being the highest rated thing on Collision ended because of that main event. And uh, the MJF and Adam Cole versus FTR quarter did 837,000 viewers. And 426,000 in 18 to 49, which is a huge number for collision. And it grew tremendously. Uh, really, uh, it, it was actually, it was, it was a long match. So the comparison would actually be the 915 to 930 segment, which was uh, 682,000 viewers. They uh, grew to 756 for the first part of the match and 837 for the second part of the match. So they almost added 200,000 viewers, which is a very, very impressive number. And uh, the opening segment, 755, which was uh, the Buddy Matthews-Andrade ladder match, although that did lose viewers. And then the uh, CM Punk promo. Did uh, about 7.45, averaging it out. So uh, he still did very well. But, you know, the the big thing was the the tag team title match. And uh, what's going to be interesting, as always, is how are we following this up? How are we following this up? Because, you know, we, we saw with, with WWE, I thought for sure that Sammy should have beaten Roman, but he did not. And I thought that uh, if he wasn't beating Roman, then Cody had to beat Roman, and he did not. And so, you know, there was a lot of second-guessing of these decisions. And now here we are, it's August 1st, and as I've noted before, you know, we'll never know how things would have been if Cody had just won the title and Roman Reigns would have done the exact same stuff that he's doing now with the bloodline. But what we do know is it did not do any sort of damage whatsoever because everything has been up substantially since WrestleMania. Everything has gone up since WrestleMania when Roman beat Cody. And uh, that means that they did not make the wrong call. We'll never know if the other call would have been better, but we do know they did not make a bad call here. Now, the question on this one is, Did they make the right call with Adam Cole and MJF not winning the title? Where are they going next? Are they going to do a rematch in Wembley? When the when the match ended, you know, a lot of people thought, oh my God, you know, they're gonna do the rematch in Wembley. And the fact of the matter is, you know, FTR beat them. 
And if they were going to do a rematch in Wembley, I think that they might have done another finish. I am not sitting here telling you. If I if you had to put a gun to my head and you and I ask me, are you think they're going to do this rematch in Wembley? I would say no. I I think they're still going to be doing MJF and Adam Cole. I don't know that. I don't know for sure what they're going to do, but you know that was that was the plan. And obviously, to get to that plan, they were not going to beat M, uh, FTR in the finals of this tournament, and Tony is stuck with that. So you know. Is the follow-up going to be better? Is the build to MJF and Adam Cole or whatever they're going to do, is that going to be better? Because they had a lot of momentum going into that tag title match. And as you can see from the number, and I myself personally, that was, to me, uh, my most anticipated match on any television show in a long, long, long time. Because I felt very strongly that they needed to go with this and put the tag titles on them. I was more interested in this match than any match on TV, and I don't even know how long. And uh, clearly a lot of other people were as well. So what's the follow-up going to be? We're going to find out more tomorrow. Is is the alternate uh, storyline is going to be better than what they did leading into this? I guess we'll find out. But I think that's going to be a tough hill to climb because there was a lot of interest in this feud and in MJF and Adam Cole winning those titles. Well, let me let me ask you a question then, a philosophical question, because you were very big on not only them getting the titles, but even more importantly than that, them staying together. What do you think is more important, them winning the titles or them just staying together? Because off of this, you could get Dax Harwood and MJF, which leads to MJF and CM Punk. There are some things that you can do with it, but what was more important to you? The fact that they are together here? Do you think that, or do you think they really needed to stay together and win those tag titles? Well, absolutely, without question, they need to stay together for now. And I'm not saying that they need to stay together for another year, because obviously this thing is super hot right now, but, uh, you know, how long are the fans going to be into this? I don't know. But what I do know is they weren't ready for it to be over yet. And so on that day, the more important thing, I mean, there's only two options. There's either they win the titles and then they split, which would be stupid, or they don't win the titles and stay together, or they win the titles. So I guess there's three options here. So obviously the, the, the stupid ones would be, you know, winning the titles and breaking up. That would be very dumb. That's, that's Vince DNA. Russo. Yeah. Uh, you know, second, my, my, my most favored would be staying together and winning the tag team titles. And then, and, you know, at some point they lose them back to FTR and then break up then and then go to whatever they're doing. Or, you know, this option here, which is not winning the tag team titles and staying together, but they're still apparently going to have a match against each other. So, you know, are they going to split in the match? Is one of them going to turn against the other during the match? Are they going to try and do just a babyface match for the world title? I don't know what they're going to do, but they must have some sort of idea. So now I'm interested to see what the idea is. Well, you know, and this is very much a WWE thing because I'm kind of throwing the sporting point of view completely out of this now. I'm really just interested in what they do with MJF and Adam Cole, how they split them up. Do they keep them together? I'm actually more interested in their psychology of working with each other and all that. I'm more interested in that aspect of it than I am, you know, over almost anything else in it. So I am interested to see where they go and how they decide to get out of this and how they decide to maneuver because, 
again. I mean, you know, what role will Roderick Strong play in this? It's just, this is very, very interesting. The only issue that I would have with them winning the titles or them doing a match at All In for the titles would be, I think unless you have a sleight of hand set up for MJF's title defense at All Out, I think you may just be telegraphing it too much that one is going to turn on the other and then that is going to be the match for All Out, the title match for All Out. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 
That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to do the world-famous Raw Report, but I'd like to mention before we do that, first off, congratulations to Deanna Parazzo. She uh, just graduated from college. Bachelor of Arts degree in history. From Southern New Hampshire University, doing all that while wrestling. So congratulations to her. Heck yeah! And you know uh, also, she's... oh, I'm sorry, I just wanted to throw in there. I guess she's going to be a part of the uh, Impact Multiverse and the whole deal with uh, with New Japan coming up here in Philadelphia, which is actually nice to see. She called out somebody from Stardom and of women that are not signed by WWE and AEW at the top of my list on somebody that I would want. Sorry, Lance, I'm not trying to get her out of impact, but Deanna Perrazzo's great. And the other note is the uh, SmackDown show Friday did uh, did great as usual, 2.3 million viewers. And uh, highest-rated segment, obviously, was Roman Reigns, as he always is when he has a segment. But if you exclude Roman Reigns from the show, since I've been tracking this, the highest-rated segment on the show was the women. So, there you go. All right. Logan Paul came out to open up Raw. And he's running down Ricochet. He's going to make a spectacle out of him on Saturday. Ricochet comes out. And they go back and forth about each other, what they don't like, but they begrudgingly respect each other. And they finally do a half-hearted fist bump. And as they go to leave, Logan says, One other thing I forgot to mention. After the match is over, the ring announcer is going to announce the winner. And that uh, ring announcer over there is Samantha Urban. Isn't that your fiancé? So how's it going to feel? Hope there's no hard feelings. When I have your girl saying the winner of this match is Logan Paul. So Ricochet flips out, attacks him, brawl. And then Ricochet tries a springboard and Logan punched this bloke out of midair. Left him for dead. Knocked him out right in front of his woman. Yeah, I think he could have been actually a little bit rougher about that. He's like, what are you going to do when your woman says that the winner of the match, like, just, you didn't even need to say that. Just what are you going to do when my name comes out of your woman's mouth? And then that Ricochet could have jumped right on him there. Too lewd. Too lewd? That's not viral enough? Gunther and Imperium did an interview. So Gunther is upset at old Ludwig because he keeps messing up. But he says, tonight, he's going to make good. Take out that barefoot idiot, Matt Riddle. And Sunday, I'm going to beat Drew McIntyre. So it's Ludwig and Matt Riddle, and uh, they had a good match. And to their credit, you know, this was a great crowd. There's like 12,000, 13,000 people there. But it's one of those crowds where, you know, they're not necessarily super into stuff. you got to get them into it. And it took them about, I'd say, two-thirds of this match to finally hit a big spot and get the crowd into it. And at that point, the crowd was into the match. And Kaiser finally... Uh, uh, avoided the moonsault, running in Zagiri, hit his DDT, got the pin, and then Gunther was very proud of 
the Kaiser offered him a handshake afterwards. Man, I don't know if I like where they're going with Otis and Gable and that tie-up with Imperium, but with Kevin Owens possibly being on the DL list for a while, I would love to see those titles on Vinci and Kaiser. I know I do the same thing with Joaquin Wilde and Cruz on the other brand, but my God, you brought these guys up. They're all At least you remember them. their names today. I know, all four of them. Well, I wish WWE would. They're all talented as hell. They all have a lot of experience. They can all bring a lot to that division. We had Valhalla and Maxine Dupree. This oh is just like NXT, where it's like, it's not good, but it's it's totally harmless, and the crowd loves it. And Thank God for I just, in this. I can't hate it. Yeah, so they're doing this match, and, uh, you know, Valhalla's a pro. Maxine's, this is like her first ever national television <laughs> match. And, man, she, she can't do anything, but she tries. And I, I, I think that's what I like about it. Like, she tries. You know what I'm saying? Not like other people don't try, but she gives 200% out there trying to be this character and the wacky face and everything. So she's doing this match, and finally she has to do the, uh, the caterpillar. And uh, have you guys seen Otis do the, the worm, the caterpillar lately? Dude, he's so slow. He can barely get to his feet at the end because he's so fat. And uh, somehow, like if, if him and Maxine were doing a, a, a race, he'd he'd like do it three times before she got through it once. She did the slowest worm of all of all of recorded history. Like shoot worms. I mean, in in like cement could move faster than Maxine. But she hits the elbow, and then you know Eric gets in the ring. A big brawl breaks out. And uh, Chad Gable does a moonsault off the post. And then, as God is my witness, they're fighting up top. And Maxine slips underneath. She puts Valhalla on her shoulders. And she hits a Japanese ocean cyclone suplex and pins her. Amazing. Amazing. They taught her three moves. Jericho And that was one of them arm drag which was her number one offensive and defensive move then it was the worm and then the natural progression the japanese ocean suplex or cyclone suplex absolutely ridiculous finish judgment day came out talk about how they ran the show finn talks about SummerSlam. finn's so great he's got to win this title like he's so great his promos he's cutting He's just absolutely obsessed with getting his revenge on Seth after seven years. And then Dominic did the promo. And then who should come out but Raquel? And Raquel goes after Rhea. They get into a brawl. Raquel's pounding on her. And for the first time, Dom has to run distraction for Rhea so that Rhea can chop block Raquel, stomp on her knee, and put her out of action. I know nobody will that. That was a nice touch. Two incredible Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler video packages. I'm talking full-out incredible. These were the best video packages in forever. And they look back at the beginning of their friendship, Ultimate Fighter, Ronda telling the story about how they they were rolling after like 11 weeks on the show, and Shayna, which is true, by the way. Shayna goes, man, I made it 11 weeks. You haven't tapped me one time. Amateur. Ronda mutilated her at that point <laughs> and then they go to Shayna and she goes yeah you know we're supposed to be friends but man Rhonda she put me up in her house for free but the only re it wasn't the goodness of her heart it was there because she wanted people to beat up 
and I helped prep her for every one of her fights, and she beat me up every time. And do you know how many of my training camps she ever showed up to? Zero. I went to WWE. Ronda went to WWE. She was the one, of course, that got pushed all the way to the top, and I'm sick of it. It's awesome. Then we had a segment with Alpha Academy and Imperium. And Imperium is making fun of Alpha Academy. You know, Otis is fat. Maxine's talking for this Olympic gold medalist, how far he's fallen. Former, look at yourself now. And finally, Ludwig says, don't worry about this guy. He couldn't last five minutes with you. And Gable says, I'd last five hours. You want to do this tonight? Leave your nerds in the back. I'll leave mine. Let's do this. And Gunther said, all right, let's do it. We had uh, Ciampa Nakamura. Finish came out of nowhere. Nakamura pinned him, used the tights. This made Bronson Reed backstage happy. Raquel's getting her knee checked out. They postponed the match. Then we had an amazingly, like, amazing segment. Cowboy Brock comes down to the ring. He's in his chaps. He's in his hat. Got his vest on. Lord. Comes down and he cuts his promo, which was just, like, the, the funny thing is, he really honestly is not that much better than Gable Stevenson, but he's Brock. I swear to God, this is what he goes. He says, let's cut the crap. I've been here too long tonight. Cody, if you want to come out here and tell me otherwise, come out here, shake my hand, and I'll see you Saturday. But if you don't come out here and shake my hand, I'll see you Saturday. (laughs) What? What are you trying to say, bro? Spit it out, dude. And so Cody comes out, and he offers him the handshake. Brock shakes his hand, goes to leave. They do the shoulder check deal. Brock gets out of the ring. And, man, if I ever saw a Vince McMahon segment, this was it. I've seen this a thousand times. Cody goes for the dive from behind. They get in a brawl. Brock beats him and beats him and beats him and beats him. Finally, they play Brock's music. He starts going to the back. He decides, I ain't done yet. Comes back out. He beats him, and he beats him, and he beats him. They play his music a second time. He starts going to the back. He decides he wants to beat him more. He comes back, and he beats him, and he beats him, and he gives him an F5 and leaves him for dead. And not even sweating, tips the hat, walks to the back. I was like, I'm supposed to be more into the match after the go-home angle, not less. I was flabbergasted. But, you know, Cody's going to win on Sunday. You know, he overcame the odds. But, my God, they would have been better off not even being on this show and just done a video package. So, Gunther and Chad Gable, five-minute challenge. Crowd got into it because of the clock. And uh, Gable ends up giving him a Frankensteiner to the outside, slips into the ring. He wins. He is declared the winner over Gunther. Gunther says, this match is not over. I'm going to decide when this is over. Restart this match. So, they come back. They went back and forth. It's great. Delayed German suplex. Chad goes for the chaos theory again. Finally, Gunther avoids it, chops him to death, power bombs him for the pin. This was great. And then Gunther says he's going to do the same thing to Drew McIntyre coming up on Sunday. We had the Becky angle. She came out, challenges Trish Stratus since she beat Zoe last week. Trish goes, nah, I'll I'll decide when it's going to be. But then Pierce comes out and goes, no. I heard the stip. This match is happening tonight. So Trish is forced to get in the ring. They ring the bell. 
Zoe immediately hits the ring. The bell rings again. Two-second match. Heels are double-teaming her afterwards. Trish gets the chair, beats down Becky. They go to the back all happy that they, they put one over on her. But then after commercial, that's when Pierce meets with her and says, Unacceptable. I will be generous, give you some time to prepare. It will be on your home turf, which, by the way, makes no sense in storyline. In Winnipeg, it is you and Becky and Zoe is banned from ringside. Manitoba, I've heard, is a horrible, horrible place, and it produces horrible, horrible people. If it was really on Trisha's home turf, it would have been in a beautiful province like Ontario. And another run to Shana's segment. Essentially, like, both of these women think they did everything for the other, and they both were betrayed. And so it's funny because, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, like they kept going back and forth, who's the babyface heel. On the actual formats backstage listing who is a babyface and heel, they're both listed as heels. But if you watch these segments, they're basically both babyfaces who feel they've been wronged by the other one. Anyway, these segments were great. And then the main event, Sammy and Seth versus Dom and Priest. And uh, they did, like... So much stuff at the end, but the crowd's eating it up. So Rollins makes a tag, hits Priest with three straight topes, sends him over the announce table. He manages to get back in the ring, goes for the south of heaven, and Seth sets up for the stomp. Rhea distracts him. Dom lays out Seth. Sammy goes after Dom, so Rhea starts screaming at him. Finn ends up drop-kicking him into the barricade. Back in the ring, Priest hits Seth with the razor's edge, but then he notices the briefcase. Now's his chance. He goes, Finn, get that briefcase. I'm cashing in. Of course, Finn has got a title match on Sunday. So he's all hesitant. But finally, he's like, ah, here's a briefcase. But it's too late. Seth super kicks it into his face. Finn goes after Seth. Sammy boots him off the apron. Seth hits Priest with the stomp and pins him. So uh, Seth Rollins getting the win here. I was overjoyed because that tells me he's losing on and Saturday on SummerSlam. Wait, Guan's on here. Finn Balor's going to get that title, brother. Why did Finn hesitate with the briefcase? It would have solved all their problems. Because it's wrestling, that's why. Of course, it makes sense. He doesn't want this guy to cash in. He wants to win the title. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? 
That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands, guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Tonight, it is the Brian Abitti Show for subscribers with Craig, Granny, although Sean cannot be there tonight. His Emmy-winning job requires him to uh, cover this election here in Washington, but... We've got uh, NWA TNA from 21 years ago this week. Horrible show. Absolutely horrible. And I haven't even I haven't even watched the final match yet, which is the one that everybody said was going to get me to just quit this thing altogether. But I am not a quitter. You understand? Who's we only have 104 man? more weeks left. Oh, I think we can do this. I think. <laughs> you might be able to. I don't know I mean, how much goes. How much worse can it get? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, how much worse can it get than this show and the show two weeks ago? If I can make it through those two, I think I can make it through just about anything. Well, wait till you have the Harris boys and Conan and oh, they're there. Are the Harris boys are on this show? Are they all fighting in the block yet? They were doing this whole like it's Oz, but we're not HBO and we're not that talented, so it's just racist. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get worse. Actually, I will say uh, that uh, I will I will for sure survive next week's show because I think next week is a show where Ron Killings wins the NWA title, and uh, that guy is a gem. Cool. Yes. He is a diamond in the rough on this yes. horrific show. He's unbelievably great, which actually really makes you depressed to think about what WWE did with him after that one week where he screwed up the name of the town. Dude, because they, remember, unbelievable. Quick. 
Yeah, I mean, he was great. They should have never dropped him in the first place. He went to TNA, but thank God he did because it actually helped his whole career. Well, we're out of time, everybody. We'll see you later on tonight, WrestlingObserver.com. Thank you, Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.